I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on the podcast platform that you're listening to. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in on a little bit of everything with me, and I am your host, Angelica. This is a podcast that talks about a little bit of everything, so sit back and enjoy the show. You know, I mean, like Javi said, we're having growing pains, but we're choosing that because we're choosing to grow. We want to grow. That's an expression of happiness in our relationship. For us, if we're not growing, then we feel stagnant or complacent. And that's who we are. That's what we value. But I think for everyone, you have to find your own, right? Your own why and and get into that because it's not going to look like anyone else's. I don't think. I think that's the cool thing about marriage is you can create whatever you want. And welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. And today, my guests, they are authors of the book called Boundless Love, Healing Your Marriage Before It Begins. Welcome, Christina and Javier, to the show. How are you doing today? Awesome. We're doing great, and we are so excited to be here. Yes, thank you for having us, Angelica. Well, you know, I love how you say my name with the accent. (laughs) I got you. I married a Spaniard. It's part of the package. <laughs> but there, there is a small secret that people don't know oh, about, no. about Christina. Christina has a Southern Spaniard accent when she speaks. He's outing me. Yeah. Because <laughs> I studied there and I studied as a student abroad. So, you know, you just take on the accent of the region that you're in because I'm not a native speaker. So that was like a little, you know, point for me in our courtship. It worked Absolutely. well. It worked well. It blew yes. me away. <laughs> <laughs> I love that because my husband is Portuguese and his parents don't speak English. So you could imagine that she was learning Spanish by watching soap operas. And I was just learning from him, like, how do I communicate with your mother? Because I'm like, how's this going to work? <laughs> but four years later of being married and almost eight years of dating. Wow. I'm still not fluent, (laughs) but she did learn Spanish and we try to, you know, communicate. So she's pure Portuguese. My mom actually took the initiative and learned Portuguese in order to speak to her. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So tell the listeners about you guys. Like I want to know more about you. Well, let's see. We, um, we've been together now, um, six, 16 years, almost 16 years. Um, and, um, we've been married for 14 years. We just had a a anniversary, but, um, we wrote our book, our, our book that we wrote together, um, boundless love. We wrote about a year ago. We just made our one year anniversary with our book And it was really um, a labor of love. It was based on our testimony of faith being the core, real like solving ingredient of when we hit the skids in our marriage, we had a 
breakdown equals breakthrough moment. Um, when our youngest daughter was one, our girls now are 10 and 13. Um, so it was a huge turning point and we felt really inspired by our faith because that's really what was the glue that kept us together. Um, and also really that spiritual surrender is our testimony because we want to help others in relationships. Um, and not just when you're struggling, like when it's actually in that low point before it even gets there and having a toolkit and having some reserves, et cetera. But um, Javi and I, I'll let him take away his our part even more, but we are a bicultural bilingual couple um, with very different backgrounds. So um, we're big believers in that um, you can make anything work. You know, with God, anything is possible. Um, we have very different worldviews. We have very different child childhoods. I'm kind of like classic Americana, Midwest, white girl in like the suburbs, um, very privileged and I think somewhat sheltered, though I was a social worker. And so I kind of blasted out of my bubble and always had a mind um, for social justice. But my husband um, lost his parents very young and had a, a lot of hardships as well as, um, you know, basically being an orphan. And so that has, that has been one of the most phenomenal experiences being in love with someone who teaches you and shows you yourself. And so the book is part of that, but that's a little bit about us. Did I ramble? I'm sorry if I No, did. but I love the compliments. I really <laughs> oh, right That was on. very sweet. Um, also out of, out of the book, we, we decided to go further and we opened a nonprofit ministry uh, by the same name, Boundless Love, uh, Creating Life-Changing Marriages. And we use our experience of uh, facilitating over a thousand couples in premarital, um, you know, preparation. preparation. And, and we felt that we needed to enhance that marriage preparation and, and really deliver our testimony for people to reflect and see what they need to work on. And, and Christine and I, the other day, we were, we were facilitating uh, exercises with a couple that are about to get married. And it is so amazing to see what are the things that come out out of that marriage preparation. And couples go, yeah, we haven't talked about that in two years. And I say, well, your marriage is coming up. So we're uh, all now <laughs> Now is the time to talk <laughs> about it. And we're so grateful to, to do this um, and really be transparent. I don't think we are um, experts, but I think we can share our uh, suffering and, and <laughs> that we went through and, and really make those couples reflect on, on our experience. That's the goal. That's the goal. Yeah. And, you know, going, I've heard you on other podcasts and of course I want to thank the coupon queen pin from CQP moments, allowing me to have you guys on my podcast because your story was like, Oh my God, it was empowering. Like the, you, you shared what you've guys gone through. You shared of the hardships and the ups and downs and how you guys really come together. And, you know, it was so powerful to me because let's be real marriage on TV. They make it seem like it's 
fine and dandy that missing the missing you know stiletto if it fits it fits and then that's it happily ever after but once you're in it you're learning and constantly learning about each other every single day my mom's always told me she's just like you're gonna keep learning about each other all the way till the end of the road because people change as you get older it's either you mature more or things change like it's crazy. And I'm not, I'm going to say, yeah, okay. Things are great with myself and my husband, but you're always learning. And it's just like, I didn't know about that. I didn't know you react like this way. And I learned a lot about myself. So when I'm hearing your story, because I feel like my generation tends to give up a little bit, a lot faster. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, oh, if this is going to happen, that's it. I am done. I'm out. And then all of that emotional, you know, that emotion that you put into that relationship, all of a sudden it's like, oh, did I just waste five, uh, five years of my life or 10 years? Like, you know, it's amazing to hear that story that you guys had. And of course I'm planning on buying this book because I'm really intrigued to see. Thank you. That's sweet. Thank you. The beginning and what you guys like watching you guys right now is just like, oh my God, I love the chemistry. I love the, like you what you guys have it's so amazing and it's reflected by what you guys wrote and what you've gone through and look at you guys now you're you're power couple oh you're so kind well you know i think um we have just really learned um through i always say like you know uh, javi always talks about the martini moment in courtship or dating we're like it's based on a movie but basically that you know, you go on a date and the person kind of goes cuckoo, like they have a martini and they just like lose, the, like lose it. And you're all, okay, there's my red flag. Bye-bye. Like not, martini moment. Right. And I feel like marriage is a lot of marriage moments, right. Where you're like, oh, we are having a marriage moment where the rubber meets the road here. We have some tough decisions to make. We have to move through this together. I'm triggered. You're triggered my childhood wounds are getting activated. You know, my defense mechanisms are up and running and our programs are, you know, getting gunned up or whatever. And I think that that is just, you know, par for the course. Like, I think all of us are, like you said, it's like what your mom told you, you're, you, you're in it. And until you're fully in it and that level of commitment, it's really hard to fully explain or even imagine the level of emotion, emotional intimacy and like depth and also like vulnerability, right? Like risk. Mm -hmm. And so um, my mom always said, you know, marriage is hard. Marriage is hard. And I'm all, okay. Like, I don't know. A lot of things are hard, but I get what she meant. And she always would say marriage is work. And Mm -hmm. I do believe that like, you have to kind of be that person, like you said, that's like, this sucks. I'm not going to leave though. Like I'm not giving up. And I am a very stubborn person, which my husband will, he will clearly, he can give you many examples of how stubborn I am, but I am not someone who, and maybe that's part of our Gen X background too. I don't know. Like Gen Xers are kind of anti-authority and like super stubborn in general. I just feel like I'm like, no, I'm in it. Like I said, yes. And I'm seeing this through. So um, I think that can be a plus or a minus, but I, I definitely think you have to kind of take that mental space in marriage, because if you leave and we talk about this in the book, you can't have a back door. You can't have a secret exit plan because that will sabotage you no matter what down the line. 
Uh, absolutely. And, and I think uh, a point that I want to add, and we, we are experiencing this as a couple, and we also see this in other couples, is when you identify that there is a conflict and when you choose to create a change in your relationship, there's always going to be that that struggle, right? Because nothing comes, no change doesn't come without any type mm. of pain or effort that you need to do. So when you see couples, they, they identify a problem. They're like, all right, we, we have an obstacle here. We have an area that we need to really grow. And they're thinking, oh, but we need to put the time and effort and we need to learn how to communicate and we need to do this. And then they can see they're, they're moving through it and they're like, oh man, it's, it's hard. Yeah, it is hard because if you want to create that change. And Christina and I were going through this, uh, I think I can call it uh, growing pains of mm-hmm. our ministry and where are we going and where are we heading and, and how we deliver good content, how we show up authentic. And we are having struggles as a couple we're like oh yeah it never stops it never stops and we're trying to how we and then we i personally notice okay what is triggering this and how we can are able to work together and i think what christina is saying is that instead of thinking okay there's an exit here i can take an exit which is very easy but guess what you're going to make the same mistakes and then your next relationship Christina's the other way, and I think I love her stubbornness in in that in that in that area in that area because you're like okay I'm not quitting I, we we figure no, it note out note to self on that <laughs> we figure it out and we make it happen so so it's very interesting to observe that um, but what Christina and I love is when we are talking to couples is always delivering to them that they're amazing individuals. They're getting together. They're going to be married. They're going to create something wonderful and they're pioneers and they can design their marriage to be an amazing marriage. Um, so that's what we love. And we like to give that inspiration for them to, to follow. And it's not about being amazing, like looking good or having that like pin interest, you know, Instagram perfect. Like that's not what I'm talking about. Amazing. I'm talking about like fit for you, like what works in your life and, and peace of mind, you know, I mean, like Javi said, we're having growing pains, but we're choosing that because we're choosing to grow. We want to grow. That is, that's an expression of happiness in our relationship for us, if we're not growing, then we feel stagnant or complacent. And that's who we are. That's what we value. But I think for everyone, you have to find your own, right? Your own why and and get into that because it's not going to look like anyone else's, I don't think. I think mar- that's the cool thing about marriage is you can create whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And when you guys were writing this book together, was it hard to relive the past? And and I, I know I, yes, of course, duh, but how did you guys, you know, you know, pass that while writing it? I can speak for myself. I went back to therapy. Okay. That's how hard it was for me. I couldn't, I couldn't, I was really angry. I was so angry. Not so much at me though, which is not, good. Not at you. <laughs> But it's still I think painful. I was angry at myself. I think I was angry of, of people in my past. And 
and and I needed help. I needed to I needed to talk to someone and and kind of get a different perspective on how to how to forgive and also how to how to keep learning from your pain. I think um, revisiting your pain is something and revisiting your past and making and bringing your younger self. I, I have I have four Javier's that I bring to the table. And what I mean by that is that I welcome them in this moment, in the present moment. I have my younger Javier when I was in the orphanage. I have my teenage Javier when I was in California. I have my you know, mid-20s Javier who had no clue of how relationships um, work. And then I have the Javier that I am right now. So I bring those to the table and really observe each one had a, a, a need and that need wasn't fulfilled. And now it's the time to fulfill that need. So for me, yes, I, it was really, it was difficult when I went back to therapy um, and, and give me a chance to really revisit that and, 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 and learn from the pain and bring, bring those um, Javier's that they were forgotten, right? That you decide to move on, but you need to revisit them and welcome them again to the table. Yeah, I mean, I think we did write in separate rooms. Like we had a whole <laughs> regimen uh, and it was crazy. Like we were waking up at four in the morning because our kids were younger and that was really the only time that we could make it work. And um, we had a very like deliberate planned out writing schedule that kept us accountable to ourselves and one another. But Javi got the office. I had the kitchen and sometimes he'd be in there like getting a cup of coffee. And I'm like, can you get out of my office? Like I'm writing right now. Um, so it was kind of funny because you need your own space, right? You need your own space to be with yourself and, and reflect. And I think one of the things that um, was interesting and also challenging was like Javi said, you do have some of those, as our teen daughter would say, cringy or cringe worthy moments of like, you're reflecting on your past and you're like, oh, that is really embarrassing. Or I can't believe that, you know, I did that or, you know, whatever it is, but then you kind of get over yourself too. It's like this cool uh, transition and juxtaposition almost of like, yeah, I did that. Okay. Move on. Like you, it's a whole kind of healing turbo wise, like process. And so I think it was really helpful um, and very powerful to do that. And it was though very painful. I mean, I think for us, um, even when you know we had our breakdown in our marriage at my husband's birthday, his 40th birthday, um, which is now almost a decade ago, but um, it's still hard. Like for several years after that, I would get like really nervous and anxious. Um, I've, I've struggled with anxiety for a lot of my life, but I would get even more situationally anxious because it was such a painful time of year for us that one point. And so, you know, now I think, you know, with time passing and how much we've grown and our faith and as people, I can kind of, we can move on. And I think the book helped that. I think the book, you know, spurred that sort of like, it's a milestone in our life. And we've, we've really um, grown and changed since then. I mean, immensely, but um, it's hard. It's hard to, you know, face the fire and look into those very, you know, life defining moments. But 
I think that's where it's at. I think that's, you know, they have so much power in creating who we are and whether it's what we want to change or what we want to become. And, um, and I'm proud of the book. I mean, I, I don't read it for pleasure. I'll say that for you. You know, I don't sit there and like check it out, but I definitely, when I open it up randomly, it brings me right back. And I'm, I'm thankful for that. That's amazing. That's amazing. And what could you, what advice, of course, people buy the book called Boundless Love, Healing Your Marriage Before It Begins. But what advice could you give a couple going through this pandemic? Because, you know, it's a lot has changed. Like I'm thankfully both of us, because we're both in the construction industry, we still are working, we haven't stopped and, you know, we, nothing's really changed for us. But for a lot of people, they had to take their work home and it's like you're going to be in the office I'm going to be in the kitchen vice versa living room whatever it is what advice could you give those couples who are stuck at home all day with each other well um we take a lot of walks (laughs) (laughs) by ourselves and with each other um, which is triggered too, because we have two kids in virtual school at home too. So hobbies work for home for a while. And we just kind of invaded the house. Generally speaking, we each have a room and we kind of have, like I said earlier, designated space. I think that helps, um, any kind of routine can help. So you can anticipate like when this person's going to be where, when that sort of thing. Um, but it is really, really challenging because the proximity, right? Like you don't have breaks like psychologically as much. There's a big difference. Like we just got a puppy and, um, her name's Maggie. She's four months. And when one of us like takes her for a walk and she, and she comes back to the house, it's like, woo, Maggie, like everyone's like, Oh, I love you, Maggie. We missed you so much. And I kind of feel like humans are the same way too. Like it's healthy to step away and then you come back and you're like, oh, I missed you. Like, how are you? But if you never have breaks from each other, it's like, it kind of goes unconscious really fast. So I think that's what helps us as we get space from one another. We take breaks, we go do our thing as much as we can. Um, But we also carve out time together away from the kids, which just gives us that headspace of like, okay, we are having couple time right now. We need to talk about X, Y, and Z and like enjoy each other. And that I think sustains us for a while. Yeah. I, um, the advice that I will give to couples, I, I think is, is hard when you have kids because you need to manage yeah. your kids yeah. and you know, their age, mm-hmm. but if you don't have kids and <laughs> you're working with your spouse and you feeling tension, are you feeling Oh, I got to, you know, we both in the same house 24 seven. There's something there that you need to pay attention to. Right. Because I, I think they did a study and I think the average time that couples spend together is, I think was less than 10 minutes having a conversation mm-hmm. a day. Mm-hmm. So if, if Christina and I, we didn't have our beautiful girls at home, I, I'd be extremely happy to be <laughs> be 24 hours with her i mean she knows that i mean we we have this coffee moment at 5 30 in the morning together where we know that we're not going to get interrupted by either the dog or the of the kids but i think that's the advice that i think everything is happening for a reason and i think if you have if you're so fortunate that you both are working and you're working from home think about taking that time and create those special moments for yourself. And if, if 
you're like, I cannot put up with this. I, I need to go to work and come back and spend 12 hours in an office and come back and talk to my wife for 10 minutes. That's something to think about, right? Because in, in the majority of this marriage retreats for couples that have been married for more than seven years, we've seen this all the time. We see couples saying, you know what? I have, what was the last time that I spent an hour with my husband, right? And, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. they spend less than that. So I think it's a blessing. Obviously, what Christina said, create boundaries, create a schedule, and find meaningful activities that you can do together to perhaps relight your, your marriage. Yeah, and I think there's also one more thing, um, Angelica, is like this idea of the art of doing nothing together. Mm -hmm. I think that's really healthy. Yes. And we didn't, we certainly didn't have an opportunity to do that pre-pandemic because um, our our lives are, were generally, um, and thankfully not now, but they were very overscheduled. And I felt like we were just always running and, and kind of just, um, you know, shuffling from one activity off the list to the next. And I think, you know, if you can, depending on where you are and, and your circumstance, if you do have that ability to take advantage of slowing down in this time and, you know, really encourage you to just be with each other. Like you don't always have to do something. It's like, you know, we can't go to the movies. We can't go out as much or whatever it is, but there's other ways of being together. And I think sometimes those are the best moments when you have with your spouse is those, you know, very quiet moments that are simple and, um, you know, sometimes silent even, and you're just being together fully present. So, I think we have a lot of opportunities to practice that kind of mindfulness and just to settle into each other's, um, you know, being. So I hope that helps. Those are great tips. Those are great tips because even myself, like I've taken up a lot of projects, but then I have an end goal because I'm doing it not just for myself to build something. I'm trying to create an empire, but also it's going to help the family in the future. Right. So I know there's a lot of sacrificing that I'm doing and I'm so happy. He's very supportive and everything that has come my way in 2020. It's been crazy for me as in a positive way and opportunity. So I love how I know he does miss me in the evenings where after dinner, it's usually like, sometimes I try to shut off the computer as much as I can, but then I'll turn around and I'll see him on the bed. And I'm just like, Oh my God, I really got to shut the computer down. I know when he needs me just, just laying beside him. That's enough that he needs because he's the one that craves attention. And believe it or not, I don't like, it's so weird. Like, I don't know if I'm an <laughs> alien of some sort, but yes. <laughs> yeah awesome that you can tell though that's that's great yes awareness yeah. is key for sure and what is the main message you want to send out for people to buy your book I think um you know we just want people to know that they have the power to heal themselves in their marriage and that um anything is possible and to not give up don't give up um, whether it be manifesting a spouse, you know, for, um, both of us, Javi and I have very interesting and it's in the book stories of how we, we had some dating disasters, um, that actually sometimes went into dating relationships. Actually, they lasted longer than just the date, but in any case, um, it was not a smooth road. And I think 
it's very easy sometimes to get frustrated. I think dating is very challenging, especially in this era. Like, I think it's very, very challenging for many reasons. And, um, we can sometimes lose sight of what we want, you know, what's important to us. And even if we are married, you know, who are we in that marriage? How do we maintain it? How do we keep communication flowing? We want people to know they can have a life-changing marriage and that's possible and um, to not give up. That's, that's what I would say. I'm curious what you would say. I, yes, I, I definitely. And also the book is, is, is both sides, right? Yes. Her narrative and my narrative. And I think uh, we're trying to give um, different perspectives. Um, and also for me, for men, is uh, we, we have to accept that we are broken. We all broken when we enter a marriage. And, and it's, so, it's, it's good to heal yourself because, uh, you know, the, obviously the book has a, a faith component. So we also encourage couples to bring God into the center of, of their relationship. And also for men to, to heal, to be aware of your past, heal yourself and really forgive yourself. And move forward because that's that's such a weight lifted for you, and and for me, I that was that's why we decided to write the book because I'm like God, this is this is this is what made me who I am right now, being aware of of that I needed to heal myself in order to make my my marriage grow and and keep moving forward. The beauty of this, this is a story to be continued. Yes. And obviously we're working in our, our second book and it's more about a story to be continued because every day I tell couples when we facilitate workshops is that I've been married for 14 years. So every year it's a new marriage for me because we are evolving, we're growing, we're doing this um, beautiful things together. So every year it's a new experience. So yeah, you know, we, 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 we have more to share, I think, right? Don't you think? <laughs> well, I also see it, Angelica, as like, you know, um, you have these experiences of like, oh, well, if that happens to me, I wouldn't do it that way. Do you know what I mean? Like, like it's very obvious, like when you become a parent, because like when you're single, you're all like, I'm not going to parent my kids like that. Like, that's not going to be me. Or, you know, when I get married, it's not going to be like that. And then you're in it and you're like, oh, now I see why they do it like that. Right. And so I kind of feel like our book is that it's like an insider's like totally transparent for real version of what marriage is like and just exposing some of that myth and I don't know, fraud or mystique, smoke and mirrors, because I think we want people to feel um, comfortable and have permission to just be real about it. And so that all of us, I think, can be freed up um, by some of these limitations we put on ourselves and our understanding of what, what marriage is. Yeah, for sure. Well, oh my gosh, I love you guys. I need to have you guys back when you have that second book ready. Right. I love your energy. It's amazing. And whenever this pandemic's over, I definitely got to take a visit down to your city because I would love to meet you both. Oh Thank my you. gosh. 
This is a treat. Yes, absolutely. Um, our house is is open for you as well. I think Maggie will love to. She loves everyone. So <laughs> our teenagers are a little different story, but hopefully they'll be in a good mood. <laughs> They're a little bit more unpredictable. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. Where can the listeners find you? You can find us, our book, Boundless Love, Healing Your Marriage Before It Begins is on Amazon. We have a paperback and audio version as well as an ebook. And then we have our own website, which is boundlesslove.us. And you can also check out our YouTube channel. We have our own show, Cafecito for Two, every Friday at 6 p.m. Pacific. So check us out. Awesome. Well, to all my listeners out there, everything's going to be in the show notes for you. Don't forget to pick up that book. Thank you, Christina and Javier for joining me. I really appreciate this. And that's all we have for now. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, this is Michelle Miller from Mentors on the Mic podcast. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet podcast. Hey, it's your boy, Bromar, host of The Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pen from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. The Gentleman of the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. And you are listening to A Little Bit of Everything with Angelica. That's it for now. And thank you for tuning in on another episode of a little bit of everything with me, 